great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. It worked well yesterday, so we're going to do the same this morning. To have more time with you on the telephone, we are opening up the phone lines early. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Our hearts are with the Bristol, Connecticut Police Department. Pulled into a phony 911 call where the cop killer used an AR-15 style gun. A shootout took place and again, Three officers were shot. We now know two of those officers have died, and a third is fighting for their life. Life is so precious. 24 hours ago, two of those officers were alive, and the third one was not fighting for his life. And 24 hours later, this is the situation that we find ourselves in. Again, our hearts are with the Bristol, Connecticut Police Force. Theatrics continuing out of Washington. Bears repeating theatrics out of Washington are continuing. The House January 6th committee wrapped up its ninth day of hearings in which if you listen to committee members, they laid out a damning case, a damning one against Trump uh, as it relates to the Capitol uh, riot. And so the latest drama, they have decided to subpoena the former president, to subpoena him. This is the culmination of a year and a half long investigation. Bottom line, a year and a half of wasted taxpayer money. It's all ridiculous, and at the end of the day, it's just red meat for the base. That's all this is. The subpoena, the, this is not the Steve Bannon situation. This is a former president of the United States. The subpoena does not have any teeth, and it, it may end up being more of a symbolic uh, move. Any legal proceedings that emerge from this subpoena could drag on for months for months, and that could be a win for the former president. And and if Republicans, let's not forget the midterms are right around the corner. If Republicans take control of the House in January, they will likely dissolve, not likely, they will eliminate the January 6th committee, rendering the subpoena meaningless. And all of this comes as the Supreme Court rejected uh, Mr. Trump's request to intervene in the Mar-a-Lago case. 
Uh, it's important to keep in mind that Team Trump did not, they did not play all their Supreme Court cards. Uh, if necessary on other issues, they will go back. This is one narrow piece. And minutes after the uh, subpoena from the January 6th committee, former President Trump emailed a uh, fundraiser uh, letter out to uh, supporters. Now, one thing that I have been consistent about, and I try to stay consistent, is that Trump's border policies worked. I don't get caught off caught up in the uh, personality disputes. His border policies worked. And now President Biden quietly unveils somewhat of a new border policy that could, hopefully, that could uh, ease the flow of migrants uh, seeking asylum from Venezuela to uh, New York City. Now, Biden's new policy, and I'm going to your telephone calls in just a second, folks, pieces of which were posted with little fanfare on the Department of Homeland Security's uh, website Wednesday, is similar is similar to guess who's former president Donald Trump's and that it allows for migrants to be sent back to Mexico if they enter the U S illegally. And at least that's a step in the, uh, in the, uh, in the right direction. Let's begin with the uh, telephone calls this morning. Let's start with Teddy and Yonkers. Good morning, Teddy. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Dominic, I like you very much. You, you give me the time. You recognize that I, I call and I don't get on the phone all the time and hear you because I know you have a lot of callers and I know you have favorite callers. I understand that. You know. No, 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 Teddy. Teddy, I don't have favorite callers. But go okay. ahead. Okay, Dominic. To me, it is open and shut. I know you disagree, but I have my viewpoint. It is open and shut that. Donald Trump caused this and incited this insurrection. After hearing today the finale, okay, he it has been proven that he knew that he lost the election weeks before January 6th, weeks before January 6th, and his own people had told him that, and he denied it, and, and if he goes under oath, he had, remember, he's going to be under oath, okay? Why do you say it's, it's, it's a nothing? It's just like a meat in the grinder. Dominic, he has brought shame to this country. I don't care what the hell he did economically. He brought civil unrest to this country. He divided this country. Not Joe Biden. He divided this country country. And I'm surprised, Dominic. Now, this is my opinion. I'm surprised that any blacks support him. And Dominic, how could you support Herschel Walker? The man is illiterate. He's he's illiterate. Teddy, 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 Teddy. Why are you reducing it to just, in your words, blacks? I find that very telling. Why are you reducing this conversation to just you're narrowing the conversation to just blacks. 
That's me one. That. Two, 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 two. I never said I supported Herschel Walker. Herschel you, you're making a big jump. I, I never said that. And, and, and three, and three, and three, and three. If it's an open and shut case against Trump, why haven't the prosecutors moved on him? Right? What we're dealing with is a selective process of politics. It's theater. That's all. And it's dangerous. Because with all due respect, Teddy, and I have nothing but love for you, it's impacting people like you. You are drinking the Kool-Aid. At the end of the day, this is not some regular man. This is a former president of the United States. You think they're going to make him honor a subpoena if he doesn't want to? Other presidents have chosen not to honor them. You just can't make a president uh, honor a subpoena. It just doesn't work that way. Well, Trump always says he would like to have his day. Well, we, we, we will we will we will see how this all plays out, Teddy. But um. I, you, you know, we, we can agree to uh, disagree, but I just want to be clear. I never said uh, that I support Herschel Walker. I have no skin in the game in that Georgia uh, Senate race. And uh, as it relates to, I, I'm only concerned with what's impacting us. What is impacting us as Americans? I thank you very much for the uh, for the call, Teddy. Let's go to David uh, in Westchester. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, how are you, Dominic? I'm good. Please go right ahead. Thank you. So uh, I'm listening to this gentleman who called you about this uh, disappointment in what he believes that Trump was, was not agreeing with the election, and it sickens me. Um, and the, and the reason why I say that is we saw videos of people throwing away ballots. We saw Biden in his basement for, for three months. We saw his rallies that had 40, 50 people. And if one does not want to agree with their, what their eyes saw. Hey, wait, wait, David, then, are, you on a, yeah. are you on an automated line? Because all I hear in the background is like a machine. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, no, okay. I'm in my car and it's driving. I'm sorry about that. Okay, so, okay, go, please be careful go. driving. Go ahead. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm on a, a wireless. Uh, so, um, so my point is that, you know, we all saw those videos of people stuffing ballots into the garbage. We all saw um, Biden in his basement for two months before the election. We all saw um, the uh, – excuse me, I just went blank for a second. The, what was the third thing I said before? The, it, it, it happens to all of us. It happens to all of us, David. But I, but I hear you. But, but I, I, don't, I don't want to revisit the election. Um, okay. As I've constantly said, that train has left the station. I know that every side feels strongly that their position uh, is correct. But all that we saw out of the January 6th uh, uh, committee is it's just theatrics. And and I'm not I, I, I don't have any skin in the game. I'm not looking at it as a Democrat. And, 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 I'm not looking at it as a Republican. And I, I agree with you. And, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with the Democrat. There's nothing wrong with the Republican. But if you see what's going on and all the rhetoric and the media, I always said to my family, did you ever hear any of these stations say anything good about Trump? I mean, he had to do one thing good in the four years. So when you have blatant criminal media and journalists that don't act like journalists, but they act like opinionated uh, advocates for parties, 
the system is fouled up. So I just don't understand why people just don't understand the realities and incorporate that with their ill feelings. So it's a fair opinion, not a um, uh, a, count, a, a, a conspiracy that's clearly happening. Uh, agreed. Agreed, David. I, I really appreciate your call from Westchester to Queens. Let's say good morning to Steve. Good morning, Steve, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hey, Dominic. How you doing? It's been a while. I haven't been able to call. Um, I actually called about something else, but I completely lost my train of thought when um, I was listening about the uh, January 6th insurrection that's still going on. And people are still talking about it. Like there's nothing else that's, that really matters. But anyway, um, for someone to say that for any black person to vote for Donald Trump, it's really ludicrous. They don't know the damage that Joe Biden is responsible for single-handedly to the black community and to black neighborhoods. Worse single-handedly, in my opinion, since Jim Crow. Joe Biden being elected was the worst thing to happen to black people in America. Trump you can't even compare them to two when it comes to uh, what they've done. In my opinion. well, I, well, it, it, you know, Steve, I, I appreciate your comment. And in, in my opinion, I appreciate a leader that is not going to patronize you and says, no matter what community you're from. I'm going to make it possible for you to stand on your two feet. I can get mm-hmm. there myself. I I don't I don't need you to give me handouts. Just 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 yeah. just make it just make it where I can compete, and I will get there. And so that's why I, mean, I always appreciated Trump. And so Steve, I, I, I go ahead. When, sorry for cutting you. When Trump said when he was running him when he was candidate Trump, he said. Black America, give me a chance to fight for you, all right? You vote Democrat all the time, but give me a chance to fight for you. Why do you have to lose? They don't do nothing for you anyway, so give me a chance. And guess what? To a large degree, he was correct. The Democrats have done, and I don't want to just make this a conversation right now about communities of colors of color, but Democrats have done some things. Uh, to, to help communities of color uh, recently. But but Trump's assessment was correct. It, it was correct. Steve, I, I thank you uh, for the telephone call. Let's go to our friend Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. I'm going to change what I was originally going to talk about. I was watching the news, and when when Eric Adams was running, he said, I am going to make New York City the big capital of the United States. New York will be known for big, big cap, for, for Bitcoin. I'm going to make it the capital. And then Bitcoin collapsed, so that was the end of that. He had to come up with something new. Well, God bless him, he came up with something new. He made a marijuana czar, a woman, who said, I am going to make New York the marijuana capital of the United States. Hooray! Isn't that wonderful? And you said that I was pessimistic. Just think of it. New York will be famous. When you think of marijuana, think New York City. It was in the news. Well, well, obviously, Michael. Aren't you ecstatically happy? I mean, I'm jumping for joy. (laughs) 
<laughs> Obviously, they, they're referring to the uh, to the uh, to the uh, financial windfall that will come to the city. But I agree with you, Michael. I agree with you. It is the wrong message to send. It is not the type of message that you want to send in a city that some say is completely out of control when when it comes to crime. He's, but this is going to make it worse. He, this is. I Agreed. mean, you're going to have people coming Agreed. from all over the country to come to New York. Agreed. 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 Well, Michael, uh, as always, I, I thank you for your uh, for your telephone call. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Let's go to Jeff. Jeff in Forest Hills this morning, and I haven't even covered uh, half of the topics that I want to get to. But good morning, Jeff. What's on your mind? You got a full plate, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> it's your favorite white boy from Forest Hills, Dom. And I just want to say we're spending all this money, taxpayer Wait, 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 Jeff, Jeff, days. Jeff. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I want to make sure I heard what, what did you say in the beginning? Because, uh, you know, because I'll receive 100 I, emails. What did you? I didn't I, hear you, what you I, said I, in the beginning. I'm your, favorite, I'm your favorite white boy. No, I said you got a full plate tonight. Uh, okay. And then, and then I said I'm your favorite white boy. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Okay. I'm trying right. to keep it real, dude. Come on. <laughs> All right. Okay. So <laughs> we have people been in the shelter system for two or three years, okay? Now, we got these migrants coming off the buses, and they're getting high-fived and patted on the back. Okay. Now and we're going to put them in the hotels. You and know, food. And, making, and, and clothing. Food. Okay. And big tents. Okay. Big deal. Meanwhile, this family's been in the shelter system for two years, all right? They get the same food. Nobody ever said anything about that. However, the only way to get out of the shelter system, the shelter is not there to house you. The shelter there is to provide shelter. Then there's gateways to housing. Now, if you're a drug addict, you're on drugs, hey, no big deal. You go to go get your program on. Go to your program. You're clean. You got a clean bill of health. You'll get housing. There's housing for everyone. But you have to be qualified, and you have to be a citizen, and you have to have income. So my question is, you got all these thousands of migrants, right? Okay, they're not, they're not legal, so how are they going to work? Who's going to pay for the income? And, and So how are they, they going to get put ahead of everybody else? They're not citizens. They're waiting to get citizenship, but we're going to pay the bill while they wait for citizenship. And how long is that going to take? Well, I, I think, Jeff, that you already know the answer. Um, there's no other way to say this. Mayor Adams wants to be seen as a national candidate. So there it goes. And and uh, to be seen as a national uh, Democrat, you've got to embrace uh, migrants and immigration. And so that's what's happening. And so he's working on his credentials, and we are going to pay the tab. we got to pick up the bill. And, and there's no other way to say it. Jeff, I, I thank you uh, for your telephone call. As I mentioned, um, and, and, and one of the things that has me uh, upset with this migrant situation, you, $400 a night hotels in Times Square. You don't treat your own people that way. And you, you're going to treat migrants like that? And now Biden comes along and quietly adapts to a new border policy that was what Trump did. 
I thought Trump was so bad. I thought all of his policies were horrible. And now Biden is doing the same thing. He's going to do the same thing. And it, it, it came into play with little fanfare. Right? So if you enter the country illegally, you will be returned, mostly from Venezuela. You will be returned to Mexico. And that those seeking asylum must secure a sponsor, undergo a public safety screening, and fulfill certain uh, as yet unspecified vaccination requirements. As soon as I heard about this, you know what I thought about, folks? I thought about you, the WABC listeners. You have been saying this for months. You have been saying for months. What what are these migrants bringing into the U.S. uh, health-wise? And so on. And so now the Biden administration is quietly adapting, adjusting to a policy that was done under Trump. You should do everything that Trump did. Shut it down. How about that? How about that? Let's go to Mark in Kentucky. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind? Hey, how you been, buddy? I'm well. Go right ahead, please. Good, good, good. Um, my mom died. And remember, we had the conversation earlier this past month. And I want to thank you for your support. Well, I'm, I, I'm sorry that, you, that your mom passed away, Mark. Go, yeah, go right ahead. Um, Trump really did this deal. And I'm a Republican. I mean, he, you know... He developed everybody to go to the Campbell. I, I really believe in my heart. Uh, if he didn't say it out loud, he said it inside. Uh, I didn't know that it was going to rough up that maybe he said that. But he he created a mess, and he should have stopped it. And my okay, wife well, and I would look at each other. Hold on. My wife and I would look at and say, this is mad. This is mad. And he got worse. You're referring to January 6th, I believe. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, okay. You know, Go ahead. I'm, I'm just looking back at it even more. And I, I've watched, I, I, you know, I don't watch the left-wing radio stations. or I, I'm, I'm focusing on, on Fox and the other stations. And... I, I I know that he did something that was not presidential. Okay, well, Mark, um, I I respect you, and again, uh, I, I I'm really sorry about your mom, but uh, we as Americans, we're all entitled to our opinions, and that's what you just expressed your opinion. And uh, and I've said this a million times. I'll make this a million and one times. Did I did I like the language that the president uh, the the vibe that he said that day? No. But based on the definition of of laws, he did not break any law. And and you may not agree with him, but <laughs> you've got to prove this in court. If if he violated the law, prove it. In issuing a subpoena, frankly, against a modern-day uh, subpoena against a president uh, of the United States is, frankly, a, a joke and showboating. They know in all likelihood that, that Mr. Trump will not adhere 
to this subpoena. Now what? A court battle? It's 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 just theatrics. It's just theatrics, and you issue a subpoena, and in less than a month, you may not have control of Congress. So it's, and it gets everybody, it gets Americans all worked up, and and it just, it, our politics should not be this way. Let's go to Kevin in Orange County. Good morning, Kevin. Welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Don. Great show as usual. Uh, Thank you. I want to just Thank go on you. record as saying I am a I am a Trump supporter, but I do think it was rather very foolish to have the rally that day. I mean, I, you know, but again, I would vote for him again. But I don't think he caused a riot. But I think it was foolish to have it that close. But I have uh, one question. I mean, it's a, everybody's yelling about why didn't he call it off? Why didn't he call the the rioters off? My question is, how many people who rioted? We're watching television or listening to radio. How could he call them off? You know, it's like, yeah, they were they were you know miles away from the White House, and he was there, and he he went on the, on the news you know in the afternoon. But I don't think any of them saw it. So it's a that was my one question there. Then my other one okay, comment. Well, I, oh, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry. No, no. Go, I used to have a comment ahead, about Kevin. a press conference I saw on the computer tonight avenue at the White House. A reporter asked a question comparing Trump to not calling off the rioters, at the, uh, uh, comparing it to Biden allowing protesters to protest at the Supreme Court justice's home. And now the uh, the press secretary immediately cut the guy off and said it was like apples and oranges, you know, ridiculous. But yet I think she wouldn't allow him a follow-up question. I think it was going to be about, like, you know, well, even to the point where it's going to be a, uh, an assassination attempt against uh, Kavanaugh. But I thought it was a very, very valid uh, comparison. Trump not taking action against the protesters and Biden not taking action against the protesters also. Well, I, I, you? I, 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 I hear you, Kevin. I, 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 I have a, a problem with these types of uh, uh, comparisons. Uh, but, but just for the record, I thought it was disgusting uh, for people to protest outside the homes of uh, Supreme Court justices. It's reckless. It's dangerous. They have a job to do. They have a job to do. And they are confirmed to the Supreme Court to do that job. And so if you want to impact the process, you, you, you can do so with Senate confirmation hearings. You can pressure your senator. But it is absolutely wrong to protest outside the home, in in my opinion, of a Supreme Court justice. If you if you really feel the need to protest the Supreme Court, by all means do so at the Supreme Court. Do so at the Supreme Court. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We have a lot to get to. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight at 1245, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. When we come back, we're going to take your telephone calls from Elmont, the Bronx, Boston, Brooklyn, Rockland, and Queens. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77. Kelly, entertaining and informative. Pretty simple, by the way. We want a border that works, okay? We don't like runaway inflation. We want a responsible government. 
spends money wisely. We don't like losing wars. We don't like fighting unnecessary wars. We don't like critical race theory. Greg Kelly, weekdays from 1 to 3 p.m. before Rudy Giuliani on 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here for D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. To John D'Agostino, nothing is more personal than your accident case. He built a legal team of almost 50 people, including 10 lawyers to get the job done. His own son and daughter are lawyers in the firm. D'Agostino and Associates will fight for every dollar you deserve. His father was a construction worker who lost a limb when a building collapsed on him many years ago. He knows what you are going through because he's been there and he's right here ready to help you in your time of need. If you are someone you know has been injured, call John D'Agostino at D'Agostino and Associates at 888-24-LAW-24 and ask for John himself. That's 888-24-LAW-24, D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm to help you today. 40 days up to 40 pounds. Say it with me, folks. 40 days up to 40 pounds. With NJ Diet, it only takes 40 days to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds. NJ Diet, my guy, Dr. T, unlike any other diet, it's more of health transformation rather than a weight loss program. NJ Diet uses your hair, saliva, and blood work along with bioenergetic scans to personalize supplements that will target your hormonal imbalances, which gets your body into the fat-burning zone. So you can lose the weight for good. Then NJ Diet uses DNA info to help you keep it off. Get ahead of your health by visiting NJDiet.com today. Your weight loss can help you overcome many health issues like high blood pressure, diabetes, arthritis, depression, and even digestive issues. Locations throughout the tri-state area or worldwide with live online video consultations. Visit NJDiet.com or call them 855-5-NJ-DIET. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, and we are going to go going right back to your telephone calls. But I do want to, one of the other stories, uh, in the race for New York State Governor, Republican gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin, who has maintained his anti-abortion uh, stance, uh, has a new campaign commercial out. And says that he will not, emphasis, will not move to overturn New York's abortion rights law if elected governor. Kathy Hochul knows the more you focus on her record, rising crime, pay-to-play corruption, higher cost of living, the less you'll want her as governor. So she needs to change the subject. Her latest attempt, trying to deceive New Yorkers regarding abortion. Let me be clear. As governor, I will not change and could not change New York's abortion law. Hochul already knows that, yet she tried to deceive you anyhow, which tells you everything you'll ever need to know about Kathy Hochul. That's uh, Zeldin's new ad, the Long Island congressman, in which he's looking directly into the uh, camera to discuss the volatile issue 
of abortion. Uh, we have a lot of calls, so I'm going to go right back to the telephone calls so you folks can be heard. Let's go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. First of all, I wish you a wonderful weekend. Um, thank and, you. Same uh, to you. Thank you, there. And I just wanted to say one thing, a quick uh, counterpoint to what Teddy talked about, um, and then one quick thing. Okay, so with Teddy, he talked about uh, Trump being responsible for the insurrection, as they like to call it, which was basically a small riot at the Capitol. Not that I condone it, not that it was acceptable. But I want to know why Trump is responsible for that behavior. But yet, look at what happened at Inauguration Day when everyone started calling Trump an illegitimate president from the top, from Hillary Clinton to every talking head to uh, look at all the people in um, – uh, the Senate that wouldn't that were not going to vote, you know, give the electorates to him and so forth. All the people that spoke up um, that he was illegitimate. You can go back and listen to the loop over and over and over. All these voices in the Democrat Party and including um, you know, contributors to TV and so forth. So when I, I just don't understand why or, or why why wasn't anyone responsible. Um, when the Democratic Party was stoking the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa riots, and you had 4,000 cops injured, um, some very severely, you had 24 that died, and uh, over a billion dollars in property damage. Why was no one, you know, that was uh, stoking that, you know, Kamala Harris, the Minnesota bail, you know, fund and all that? Why is there anyone responsible? Why is it only Donald Trump? But I don't think Teddy would have an answer for that, um, or he'd find a way to get around it. Um, Trump's responsible for everything. And I just think it gets old after a while. So thank you for letting me say that. And other than that, I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that we lost four police officers in the past three days um, and many others that were shot. Um, some of them were very young, had children, pregnant wives. Um, there was a female officer, an African-American officer, 30, with a three-year-old, um, you know, one of the guys that was just shot. In Connecticut, had a pregnant wife at home. Uh, the other one had, you know, it's just, it's horrific. It goes on and on. We're losing them. And um, there's an officer shot in Las Vegas. And I, I don't know. I find it extremely troubling. And you wonder why these, they're having that, you know, try to pay people to come into the, to the police force and, you know, use all these perks and everything. Would you want to be out there? The female that was shot, she was chasing a guy in her car that had shot his girlfriend. Um and they just never know. Like you said, the guys that were just ambushed, it, it's heartbreaking to me. And um, I don't know. I hope to God that, as I always say, people will think, 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 think when they vote. Um, and I, I just thank you for uh, honoring them when you, when you opened up your program. It, and, I and Jennifer, I, I, I thank you for your call. And unfortunately, to answer your question, no, I wouldn't want to be out there. Uh, our police officers are heroes for what they do. They are demonized by by progressives. They are demonized by people that don't want laws. That don't want laws for law, for law-abiding citizens. They are demonized by people that are more concerned with the rights of criminals. And 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 what happened in Connecticut? What's happened? Uh, Across the country, there was an officer. I, I don't know if that was the one Jennifer was referring to, and in, uh, in uh, Mississippi, uh, a, a female officer, and and yes, yes, we we are losing large amounts of officers, and this is why this is why many of them 
tragically, are walking away from their pensions and are saying, enough is enough, you can take this job and shove it. And they're just leaving. And so, Jennifer, I, I thank you for the call. Let's go to our friend Audrey, another friend, Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Dominic, I just want to say one thing. Anyone that thinks they know anything about Jim Crow need to pick up a book and read about because it's quite disturbing to hear folks talk about stuff that they don't know about. But anyway, I do think that because Donald Trump has been subpoenaed, it's the right thing to do, and we'll see what happens. Because, I, you know, I, I, I was more or less amazed by the information, but it's still not a verdict yet. You know, and if he did something wrong, he did something wrong. But I just, I'm just tired of hearing I'm sorry. And did you hear about the North Carolina shooting? Yes, you did. What do you call that young man? Okay, wait, 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 Audrey, I'm I'm a little confused. You said the North Carolina shooting? Shooting in North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina? And no, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. You didn't hear about the mass shooting today? No, North- I, I have not heard about it, Audrey, but go ahead. I was just wondering because, you know, when, when our youth do something that thugs and, and animals, but I just want to know why, you know, what do you think about this young man? He was a juvenile, and it's it's sad. Audrey, since you brought it up, why don't you go ahead and brief me and tell me quickly okay, what, what happened? Okay, it was a shooting in North Raleigh, North Carolina, on the Nature Trail, and um, let's see, five people were, in, were, were, were shot. One was a police officer. Five were killed, actually, and um, they caught the, the young man, and is a young white male, and I don't think it makes any difference to me. They're all, something's wrong, okay, is a juvenile. So I was wondering, because if you had heard about it, because normally they're animals, you know, and it, it just bothered me because the separation and stuff. I'm just a little teed right now about this Jim Crow mess. It's, uh, I might be putting on a list of non-callers, but that really bothered and, me. And, and, and wait, Audrey, to be honest with you, 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 you brought up the Jim Crow. I, I'm not following on that either, to be honest with you. Uh, your caller, he said it, Steve, your first caller. He referred to and that. What, and, what, and what did Steve say? What did Steve say? I, I try to catch everything, but sometimes I don't. Biden brought back the Jim Crow laws for black oh, yes, people. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Where the hell did yes, that come but, from? Well, I mean, but, but Audrey, I mean, uh, see, Audrey, we, we, I, I, I love you to death, but we see the world differently. And, and 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 what Biden is doing, and and we we we're, we're veering back into a conversation on minorities, and it's not just about minorities. But I'm all about standing on my own two feet. I'm not about giving uh, 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 syringes to drug addicts. I'm not about uh, uh, bailing out, uh, you know, people that have done uh, some bad things. I'm, I'm, you, you see what I'm trying to say, Audrey, and, and we're going to agree to disagree, okay, you and I. But it doesn't mean that I, I have any less uh, love for you. It, it bothers me tremendously, tremendously, that when there's a shooting that some people call me up and say, see, it was a black guy, Dominic. And then some people like you call me up and say, see, Dominic, it was a white boy. It's not always black people. I mean, now, now you couched it by saying it shouldn't matter, but but you did make sure that you pointed out that that the suspect is is white. Now I I haven't I try to read about everything, but to be honest with you, Audrey, it's so depressing 
and turn. I can't keep up with everything, nor do I want to when it comes to crime and what's going on uh, across the country. And so, you know, I, I, I hear you, Audrey. I, I hear you. And sometimes we laugh, and sometimes that this is the time, you know, a little bit of a more serious time. But thank you for the call, Audrey. And as always, I appreciate your call. So I'm looking at some of the emails that uh, – that uh that that are that are coming in right now and I'm looking at your calls and let's see here uh let's go to uh Carol in Elmont good morning good morning Carol what's on your mind hi dominic how you doing i just I'm hope doing that the well. subpoena that uh trump got he just ignores because it was just a political sham the whole damn thing today on tv and as far as that guy earlier saying how he bad he was for us, we never had it so good with Trump. What's the matter with those people? Were they sleeping while the president was in action? Look at Biden. Biden's done everything so bad. The country has never been this bad. Russia, China. I mean, don't these people look in the mirror or any? And as far as the as far as whether the the, the January sixth, whether anyone told him anything. I read in the paper and I saw on TV, he went to Nancy Pelosi two days before and said that they should have, they should get the cops there or whatever they call them. And she said no. He did ask for them two days before. I read it and I heard it. I watched like 14 hours of TV a day. And believe me, I heard it all. So I don't know what they're talking about, but Biden has us down in the gutter. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, uh, all I can say, Carol, is um, uh, if you're someone like me um, that invests in the uh, in the stock market, uh, <laughs> things were wonderful under Trump, and right now uh, I'm losing a ton of money. Things were wonderful under Trump for the property value of our home, and I'm sure every Every homeowner, I, I'm just going to make this comment. I'm not trying to offend anybody. You you have to have something. You got to have something in order to respect, completely respect the process and understand what's at stake. Homeowners is something tangible that you know. So so for example, um, we, the the property value at our house was skyrocketing, skyrocketing. Now it's stagnant about to go down. That's something that 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 of course on a personal level that that I care about. And so there were many good things about Trump. Many good things. You know, everybody likes to say, "Oh, look at his personality. Look at what he tweeted." But let's look at some of the policies, folks. Let's look at some of the policies. And right now, my personal thing is I I don't I'm not big on a party that's about handouts if you just turn out and vote. I'm big on on a political party that says you can stand on your own two feet. And if you're willing to put in the work, you too can succeed. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I see we have a call from Raleigh, North Carolina about that shooting. I'm going to go to it when we come back. When we come back. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. We're going to go to the Bronx, Suffolk, Raleigh, Rockland, New Jersey, and Queens. We'll be right back. 
WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. You may recall the story that I briefed you on yesterday. The mom of the teen randomly punched by a wig-wearing suspect. Says the incident has soured New York City for them. The 17-year-old girl punched in the face by a wig-wearing suspect in Manhattan last week had been in town from California visiting colleges when the stranger broke her nose. This happened at 8th Avenue and West 40th Street. The mother says 100% that she is soured on the Big Apple and that she's now hesitant about her daughter going to school in the city. The mother says she feels very traumatized. She lives in Los Angeles. She says her daughter will still probably apply to uh, NYU and Columbia University, but if it was up to her, she'd tell her to go elsewhere. And I would, too, as a parent. I would, too. Lots of phone calls. I'm going to try and get to as many as we can. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of uh, midnight. I mentioned Mark in Raleigh, North Carolina. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind? Good morning, uh, Dominic. I always enjoy listening to your show. Thank uh, you. Just and on the uh, the shootings today in Raleigh, over in East Raleigh, is a very tragic day. Uh, one off-duty police officer was killed, I believe, while sitting in his car, and another K-9 officer was injured but uh, did not have life-threatening injuries, so they treated him and released him. But uh, five people in total are dead, one police officer and four civilians, and then there are two more in the hospital that were also shot. Uh, this was a, a kid, they're saying, with a with a long gun, dressed in camo and carrying a pack. He, he started shooting about 5.20 this evening, and uh, the police had trouble finding him. That's a very heavily wooded area near there. And they finally contained him on a nature trail. This is a residential area where he was shooting. They contained him on a nature trail about uh, 9.40 this evening. And um, he is wounded. Uh, I don't know if uh, a private citizen perhaps wounded him or law enforcement officer or if he shot himself, but he is in the hospital here in Raleigh now. They they have him under heavy, heavy guard at the hospital. And uh, tonight uh, we had uh, just uh, probably over 100 police officers with their lights on from all different agencies go around our belt, beltway here in Raleigh. And it was just really, a, you know, a a sad sight, but it was also very inspiring in, in support of those officers. But I agree with you. Uh, officers are being vilified. They're not allowed to, to, you know, to do their jobs. And uh, this vilification, I believe this started with Obama, this war on police. And, and we're now seeing, we're now seeing the outcomes of this. It's ongoing. It, it's, it's dangerous, Mark. And the people that will pay the price ultimately the most are you and I, the citizens. We're the ones we're the ones because we're dealing with such lawlessness now and such a disrespect for the police. And, you know, I'm really sorry about what happened in uh, in Raleigh. But but again, sometimes I'm on such overload from all of this negative that comes in that sometimes you need a break from it. And so sometimes I won't get briefed 
because I don't want to hear bad news. And and frankly, Mark, it, it, you know, with all the news that's coming out of New York City, this young lady in town to look at colleges. Who? Are, yeah. See, see, this is my point to to people, and particularly right now, Mark, to people of color. This is a young lady where her family was going to spend sixty to ninety thousand dollars a year for her to receive an education in the city of New York. And just like when there's a baseball game, a playoff baseball game, uh, there's money that comes into city coffers. But see, when when you're just used to taking, 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 then then you can't understand that logic. And, and, you know, what, what happened in, in Raleigh is awful. And, um, but I, but I am glad that the police, I uh, you know, did, did that caravan that you mentioned. And Mark, yes. I I thank you for the update, and we we pray for for the officers involved and for everyone uh, involved in that situation. Let's go to Sunny. Sunny is in Rockland County. Good morning, Sunny. What's on your mind? Yeah. Uh, good morning. Uh, yeah. I I just want to speak a little bit about the January sixth thing about. Uh, you know, Lieutenant Michael Byrd, here's a guy, here's a lieutenant that, that, you know, he, he didn't surface for like four to five months because he, he didn't want anybody to know who he was. His department protected him. And, and uh, then he, you know, he shoots an unarmed a female who's a 12-year Air Force veteran MP officer, okay? And I spoke to their lawyer, okay? And there's still an ongoing civil lawsuit on this anyway. And I, I really hope that they sue the pants off him and the department for protecting him. It, it just, it's just so distasteful. I mean, everyone could see it on TV how this occurred, you know. And the only thing she was armed with, I think it was like a Trump flag. And for him to get away with this, it's, it just, it's, out, it's just outrageous. And I, I just want to comment a little bit about immigration. I'm a former immigration officer. And all these migrants coming here, it's draining. It's draining the cities, the state, the, the country, of, of of all the taxpayers' money. And and what they don't realize, and that there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of immigrants here that are waiting two to three years in, in order to get even a green card. They got to go through hoops. They got to they got to show so much paperwork. I mean, packages of paperwork. And, and the cost, all this, all this is a, a, just a lot of cost for individuals. And, and all these other immigrants are coming here. They, now they're getting on this Norwegian cruise line off the coast of, um, of here in, in Staten Island. And it just, it, it's just what a travesty this is. It's like the whole world is. is turned upside down. And, and, and I can't stand it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sometimes, sometimes no, no, it's okay, Sonny. Sometimes it does yeah. seem that way. Sometimes, and even for talk show host, sometimes it does seem that way. I thank you for the uh, for the call, Sonny, and you have a uh, great morning. Let's go to the Bronx. Let's say good morning to Richie. Good morning, Richie. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, go right ahead, I please. Like, I would like to ask Teddy if the information received and reported by the January 6th committee is so true, why did they not permit cross-examination? Why did they not allow Pres- uh, Donald Trump to uh, present his own witnesses? And, and, and th- those are legitimate questions. 
And that's why I say that this is nothing but symbolism. And it, it but but it's scary, Richie, because it's whipping the American people into hysteria because most people don't understand that it's nothing but a show that it's nothing but theater. But I thank you for the call. I'm joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. So what do you have coming up this uh, morning? Well, as we do each and every Friday morning, we're going to start the program with Ask Frank Anything. People can ask questions about anything they want, from uh, you know questions about uh, Bernard McGurk to uh, garbage pickup to the January 6th committee to the upcoming elections to Star Trek, you name it, anything at all. We also have denunciations, which I'm looking forward to. I've got a lot to get off my chest in terms of people that need to be denounced. And then uh, my friend Marlena Shivo is going to join me in studio in the 4 o'clock hour. There are a host of interesting stories that uh, that she and I are going to weigh in on together. So a lot to get to for the next four hours. So another great show. I hope so. I hope so. What, big weekend plans, Dominic? What do you got? What do you got going on? Uh, we'll see. We'll we'll see. I'm 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 trying to right now get a little break, just a little break, Frank, from the news, a little break from all the uh, depressing news. But but I'm sure in the next 24 hours I'll be right back into it as, as always. <laughs> I can relate. Let's 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 go back to the telephone calls together. Uh, let's go to Gracie and Rockland. Gracie, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Listen, uh, during Trump, we were economically uh, benef- benefited, like what everything you said, Dominic. But don't the people realize safety issue? You could walk the streets. You could go on the subways in New York City. And, uh, it, it, and who's getting more hurt? The minorities in the cities are getting more hurt. I, I can't see how any minority person in New York City cannot, it's dangerous. I don't know, can Audrey, can you go shopping? Who goes shopping for you? I'm worried about you in, in, in Brooklyn. You, in your building, you're going down, it's ridiculous. And as far as the Los Angeles mother, they brought the daughter here. They need a few screws loose too, because I'm here in LA, Burbank now, and it's not so great. I'm listening to the local show, and they're shooting people, mugging people here, too. So all the big cities are, are horrible. Well, Gracie, uh, I thank you for your comment, and well said. Folks, you want to keep it right there. Keep it right there. One of the best shows in radio is coming up right now. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. I want you to have a great weekend. I'll be back Monday right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.